What is a strong female character? Is it a character that can kick butt all the time? Is it just a well-written character? We're going to discuss this and so much more on this episode of Lasers and Lockets, the podcast that celebrates strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. This is episode 506. Welcome or welcome back to the show. I'm Lee, your friendly neighborhood host. What does a strong female character mean to you? There's a reason why I have chosen to center my entire podcast around this topic, but the reason why I wanted to make this particular episode was prompted by something I saw on social media about what makes a character a strong character, specifically when it comes to female characters. And while social media can be quite a dumpster fire, as we all know, they got a fair bit correct. I feel like it was a very lively discussion, and it made me consider what I believe makes a strong female character. I've tried to organize my thoughts tonight into a few points, but we will go where my brain goes as well. So, you know, grab some snacks, grab a drink, and let's dive in. I think the first point that I want to make here is that a strong female character isn't just physically strong. I think too often we we think that a character is awesome, especially when it comes to female characters, if they're just physically strong, like they can handle themselves and kick butt all the time. And while those traits are wonderful, there is so much more to a woman who can kick the ass of everyone around them. And that's what I love about a strong female character. The perfect character that kind of came to mind while I was thinking about this is Sarah Lance from the Arrowverse. Sarah Lance was one of those pivotal characters for me that changed my life for the better and also changed my opinion of what a strong female character is. The reason why this is is that as I was growing up, I saw good, well-written, strong female characters throughout all of the time that I was growing up. It was less prevalent, but I saw characters in things like Star Trek Voyager, The Lost World, Xena Warrior Princess, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but Sarah Lance to me was such a pivotal character because, of course, Sarah Lance is a physically strong character. She's an assassin after all, or I'm sorry, a reformed assassin. But the depth of that character and how much she's grown over the course of the seven seasons of Legends of Tomorrow and a few of the Arrow seasons as well, makes her an absolutely exemplary character when it comes to physical strength and emotional, mental, etc. depth and range. When we're first introduced to Sarah in Arrow, Uh, She's a silly teenager stealing off with her sister's equally ridiculous boyfriend on a yacht. When she returns from the dead, she is a hardened assassin who has fallen in love with a fellow assassin, Nyssa, and Sarah is full of pain, and she's numb to normal life. The things that she had to do to survive were unspeakable, and yet we get to see her work through those things through the course of the series of Legends of Tomorrow. We get to see her fight with herself and her self-worth. We get to see her forgive herself for what she had done in the past. We get to see her become 
uh, and kind of turn from the canary to being the white canary. We see her become a hero in the light, as Laurel Lance said to her one time. We watch her struggle and grow into a trustworthy, kind, wonderful human being with the ultimate redemption story. And that's why Sarah Lance is that character to me that whenever I think of a character that's not just physically strong, that's also that. I think that kind of ties into my second point here, that strong female characters are multifaceted. Just like us in real life, strong female characters are not just one-dimensional. A well-written strong female character is more than just one trait. They might be an FBI agent, but they may also be a surfer who loves to read Jane Austen and sip wine out of mason jars, or play mini-golf on first dates. They might be an assassin in the past, but now they're the captain of a timeship. There are so many different ways that a strong female character can be multifaceted. We want to see them as a whole, not just a part of who they are. I think that's what keeps us coming back to certain shows time and time again, because we want to see who that character is at their core. There's a backstory and a life to them. Pretty much every single episode of this podcast has centered around a character or a group of characters from a show that meets that criteria. I would have nothing to discuss if it had just one-dimensional characters. A character that has come to mind for me just now, so we're going to run with it, is uh, is Seven of Nine from Star Trek Voyager. Now, that may seem like an odd choice, but hear me out here. When we meet Seven of Nine for the first time, she's Borg, and she's been severed from the collective. Her individuality uh, was stripped from her as a child, or perhaps she was a te- teenager. I can't quite remember if she was a child or a teenager when that happened. But uh, the collective is all she's ever known, is being part of that one mind. And, you know, interestingly enough, the collective is kind of curious because it does strip everybody of their individuality, but it also includes all of the important parts of people into that collective mind. So anyway, it's a really interesting thing if you think about it, but that's a side note. Uh, But we get to see Seven of Nine discover things throughout the course of the series, like what her likes and dislikes are. We discover what she likes to do as far as um, aptitude on the ship, like astro, was it called astrometrics? Was that what it was called? She loves art and cooking. Um, We also see her struggle with fitting in. We see her struggle with humanity also and what it means to be human. Really, Seven of Nine is the, the pinnacle character on, uh, on Star Trek Voyager that teaches about humanity. We see her resist and yet show vulnerability when she doesn't know something. Uh, and I love the relationship that she has with Captain Janeway as really that ultimate example of humanity. And I love that the doctor helps her grow and kind of reclaim who she is as a person. Because I think that's one of the coolest things about that character is that we get to see her become her own person again, that she can think her own way and do the things that make her happy, not just live, but survive and thrive. And it's a really cool thing. You also get to see her character in Star Trek Picard as well. But, uh, you know, and that's interesting to see how far she's come since returning uh, on Voyager to Earth. Another character that I think 
would probably be well fit here was Cosima in Orphan Black. I think the reason why her character was so powerfully multifaceted in that series is because of how well she and the other clones were written, and pretty much every other character in that series. Cosima stood out to me, though, and largely because we get to see so many of her facets of what makes her who she is. One of my favorite lines of Cosima is in season two, I believe, and uh, Rachel, she meets Rachel for the first time in her lab, and Rachel says to her, so you're gay? And Cosima answers really simply, my sexuality is not the most interesting thing about me. And I think that was one of the most powerful statements in that show. And I think too often some writers pigeonhole characters and make a specific trait there in that character's entire personality. But Orphan Black never did that. Cosima's gay, yes, but she's also a gifted scientist, a giant nerd, a loyal friend, sister and partner. She's witty. She's funny. She's awkward. She's charming. And she loves ice cream too. But I think one of the coolest things about her character is that she is all of those things, a real complete person, even though she's owned by a corporation because her genetic code is not real. You know, it's so fascinating. But Cosima is her own person and she believes in people is one of my favorite things about her character. But uh, yeah, she was a character that I thought of when I, when I was thinking about multifaceted characters. I think another trait that's really important for strong female characters is uh, their ability to show vulnerability. I feel like it's one of the most important traits. And you know, that may sound funny because strength and vulnerability are kind of different, but I don't see them as different. That's why, uh, you know, I I don't have any sort of what's the word? I don't have any sort of love really for an invincible character. They're not interesting to me. That's why I never really had a soft spot for superheroes that have no perceived vulnerabilities. It's it's just something that's never really spoken to me ever. And uh, I think, you know, as I'm thinking about this, the, the best character that I can come up with for this example is Winona Earp. Winona Earp is such an incredibly special character to me, and one that shows incredible vulnerability in the face of just ugh, unspeakable fear and continuously crappy odds. <laughs> She's one of those superheroes, and yes, I do call Winona Earp a superhero, uh, but she is one of those characters that shows that incredible vul vulnerability throughout the run of the series. She is the title character of Winona Earp. And immediately from the moment that you meet her, you see her, her vulnerabilities. She puts on a tough front for sure. And she uses humor as a shield. But when she lets you in, she really, really lets you in. And you see all of her messy parts and her dark parts and her gentle heart. And you can't help but fall in love with that character. Her strength, her vulnerability, because it makes her real and relatable. And it's from that part of her that you see her real strength. It's not that she can wield this, you know, demon hunting gun. 
but it's in her desire to protect her family and the people that she loves. It's the desire of her to love and fight in, in spite of that, in face of, you know, in the face of that unspeakable fear and continuously crappy odds that I mentioned before. It makes her a superhero and the best kind of superhero. I love it. I love it. Bolana Torres is another character that comes to mind here for me uh, from Star Trek Voyager. Yes, I have somehow wandered down a retro. Uh, I think it's because I watched the new Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds today. And uh, I'm totally in love with it, but it reminded me of my love of, of Star Trek Voyager. So I'm apparently thinking of these characters. But Bolana is part Klingon, and she's kind of always hated that. She's feisty. She doesn't love authority, has a really tough exterior. Uh, you know, when we see her join um, Voyager, she was part of the Maquis crew that uh, got stranded in the Delta Quadrant with, with Voyager. But we get this opportunity in this series to see Bolana, and, and I think that I think that she realizes that vulnerability doesn't make her weak. Uh, it makes her a stronger person. And by holding everybody at arm's reach, she was only hurting herself, really. I love that we get to see her learn to trust other people of the crew of the Voyager, of Captain Janeway, Tom Paris, whoever it may be. Uh, and she learns to rely on others to help her be stronger. I always remember this one episode called, I think it was called Faces or something like that. <laughs> but it's where Bolana gets split into her human side and her Klingon side by the Vidians. And oh my goodness, the Vidians were such a terrifying race of people. But also you start to kind of understand them a little bit more in that episode, I think. But anyway, uh, she gets split into her human side and her her Klingon side. And ultimately, that episode really demonstrated this, the necessity of Balana's vulnerability to make her ultimately strong because just her Klingon self could not do the things that she needed to do without her human self and, and vice versa. You need both that strength and that vulnerability to be whole. And I think that that is a huge part of, uh, of strong female characters showing that vulnerability makes them awesome. One of my favorite things about strong female characters is that they are flawed. They make mistakes and they also certainly are going to learn from them. There's this scene in Captain Marvel, and I can't tell you how many times I've watched Captain Marvel, and I'm not ashamed of that at all, but there's this scene that makes me burst into tears every single time. I remember seeing it in theater and, and bursting into tears. P.S. If you've never gone to a theater by yourself to watch a movie, I'd highly, highly recommend it. There's something so freeing about seeing a film by yourself in a theater with a whole bunch of other strangers because you don't have to feel stressed about whether the people that you're with are enjoying the film or whatever it may be. You can just enjoy the film by yourself with, with your perspective and 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 whatnot so anyway side note there but this uh this scene is why carol danvers is one of my all-time favorite superhero strong female characters it's a it's a flash montage in the film that shows every time carol danvers fell or was knocked down or made a mistake and then it flips though and shows every time she got back up after that. And it gets me every single time. Because it showed me 
that no matter how many times you get knocked down, no matter how many times you fall, no matter how many times you make the same mistake, you can choose to get back up and learn and try again. Not only was that such a powerful message for younger women to see, I think, but it was so important for me to see. And I loved it. It's one of those wonderful things about strong female characters. If we boil this all down, I think that really at the end of the day, a strong female character is one that empowers us to be who we really are. At least that's what it is for me, to not care so much about what other people think about us, to stand up to injustice, to be brave enough to reach across the aisle when we don't understand something, and uh, learn from somebody who has a different experience than our own, to not be quick to judge, to try to make the world a better place in our sphere of influence, to speak up when somebody has no voice. These things all seem idealistic, really, and I know that. But for me, that's what strong female characters are and what they've done for me as a person. And that's why I love talking about them, why I am so invested in in strong female characters. I loved, uh, you know, my sister, I was talking to her about why I get so focused on certain characters. And she said, you know, I love that you become so invested in your characters. And I loved that word invested because that's exactly what it is. I am invested in these characters because these characters matter. Not because it's a sci-fi or a fantasy, but they matter because they teach us something real about the world, the real world around us. They teach us kindness, bravery, vulnerability, all of the things that we've talked about tonight. And I love that. And I cannot wait to make more and more episodes about these strong female characters. So I think that's, I think that's it for this episode, gentle listeners. But I would love to hear what some of your favorite strong female characters are. I'd love to hear which character is the one that really got you invested in a show for the first time. You can share that with us on Twitter. Just post, uh, you know, reply to our thread on there once we post this episode. Or join us over on our Discord server. The link is going to be in the show notes for that as well. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for, for this episode. We'll, uh, we'll catch you back here in a couple of weeks, probably. I am getting really excited about some of the new series that are coming out, like Star Trek Strange New Worlds. So many incredible characters I can already tell that I want to explore there. Uh, but there are lots of other shows that are going to be coming out soon that I'm actually excited about. There was kind of a lull there for a while, but there's going to be the third season and final season of Motherland Fort Salem, along with quite a few others. So I cannot wait to uh, to dive into those and to discuss those with you all further. Until then, I hope that you have a wonderful week and that, uh, you know, you are okay and that you're doing okay, and that you continue to do okay. And uh, remember to be kind and be awesome. All right. 